0: All you cool cats and kittens. I'm the first person to ever say that to start off a show. I'm the Alabama Baskins himself. My name's Justin (laughs) Moffat.
1: Jeez. Y'all just gonna get Uh. it? Okay, fine. Fuck y'all.
2: He's the the illegitimate love child of uh, Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic.
1: And the tiger did not want to eat
0: any
2: part of
1: him.
0: Anyways, sitting somewhere to my north, hundreds of miles away... He's the tiger cub we're all hoping to see carted off to Doc Antle's uh, motherfucking gas chamber. There we go. Those are the words. It's Bob Patterson. I can't,
2: Jesus.
1: Oh, you I can't, fucking I can't, I can't top that insult, so we could just continue <laughs> on. <laughs> damn
0: right you can't top it. And you know why? Because sitting somewhere to myself, uh, yeah, not quite as far away, but still a decent way. He saw a tiger and a tiger saw a bitch. It's Mike Bryant.
2: <laughs> the abomination love child of Carol Baskin and a bear.
0: Carol Baskin's getting around, according to you. All right, gents. All right, so, so what are we start off with? We're starting off with motherfucking Tiger, tiger. King. We introde with Tiger King jokes, we got Tiger King thoughts. Y'all seen it. Y'all did 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 everybody watch the new episode with uh Joel McHale? Okay, good. Yes I did. We got the the full breadth of the uh the the gay redneck experience. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. One of y'all start us off do you think.
1: I it was I I kept hearing Oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was gonna say I just kept hearing people talking about it and I was like, I gotta check this thing out. I mean it's talking about tigers. I I went into it not knowing anything about it and finished watching it knowing more than I probably wanted to know about this man. Um, I don't know, that that show was just insanity. All this shit that went down at his uh, compound or whatever you want to call it and the fact that the residents of Oklahoma were actually voting for this man, for governor.
0: Yeah, th- there's an important point to that, and I guess we should say now, like, full spoilers for Tiger King. If you've not watched every single episode of Tiger King and you are our one listener, like, go watch Tiger King and then come back, please, because mm-hmm. we need you. You're, de- you're the listener. We, we we depend on you. But uh, the important thing to note is that uh, Joe Exotic, I think he got 19% of of the Libertarian vote, so that was like a a uh, primary Right, so that wasn't even like the general election, from what I understand. That was to be even the still. libertarian
1: candidate. Even still.
0: Yeah, um, but you need like five people to get the you know nineteen percent of the libertarian vote.
1: That's true. I don't know. That show was just crazy. I think uh, what's his name, Doc Antle. Is that who you say his last name? Antle. Yeah, I believe so. I think he he's basically a cult leader and I'm pretty sure he's it's going to end up like the Waco siege with him basically everybody's just going to be dead on that freaking compound it's just going to be yeah. bad
0: of all the bad vibes I got from people I think he gave me the most bad vibes like that dude he's uh yeah I'd have to agree yeah lots yeah. of lots of lots of creepy sex mojo coming
1: off that dude Mhm indeed
2: what to stop these people from having one bad fucking day and just letting that gate fly open and go, feast to my babies, feast. Before you know it, you got 40 tigers running around downtown fucking eating babies and shit.
1: This is very know. little.
0: I mean, not, not everybody's on the verge of uh, let's let tigers go go uh, rampage through the city
1: sure well, I, had int- I had an interesting thought do y'all think the show would have taken off as much as it did if people weren't in quarantine right now no
0: yeah absolutely not like i think uh uh i think it still would have been popular but it wouldn't be this like cultural phenomenon that it was for uh mm-hmm. you know, this past couple
1: weeks and, and like they kept mentioning on the uh Follow up episode, the interview. He he's the most famous he's ever been his whole life, and he can't enjoy it because he's in prison.
0: Fucking good, man. Because that I dude. Agree. Yeah. Fuck him.
1: Like fuck him. I, I think <laughs> I, could, I he- could be wrong. Yeah. I, I think he caught COVID nineteen too.
0: Oh, well, that's no good. I believe. Like I'm not yeah. cheering die or nothing, but uh, yeah, that's 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 bad. Was there anybody on the show y'all liked? Like, because I found myself there was one person that I actually was like, you seem like a decent person. Well no really there was one person I actively liked and two I wasn't really sure about. But for oh, the most part everybody there was a piece of shit.
1: I liked the um I can't remember his name, but his campaign manager. I didn't really have any issues with him. I mean he was just doing he was just trying to do his job and ended up watching a dude inadvertently commit suicide in front of him. I didn't really
0: have an issue with that guy. I liked I him. I but. I don't know, man. Like pretty much anybody that's like, I'm a libertarian. Soon as they say that, I'm like, I'm not so sure about you.
2: Uh, I like the uh, the guy who was the head zookeeper, the long-haired, you know, fuck society kind of guy. Yeah,
0: that dude and the dude uh, with the uh, crazy mechanical legs, like, uh, those were yeah. the two. That was like, y'all might be okay. Y'all might be okay, but I'm not so sure about you. And <laughs> and really, the zookeeper came down to that last interview where it was like, what the fuck are you on, dude? Like, are you just drunk or, or, or is this something much, much harder? But honestly, and I'm, I'm surprised y'all didn't gravitate to this person, but uh, the only person I was like, I like that person. I think that person is a good person was uh, Saf. The uh, um, the trans fellow that uh lost lost his arm,
2: and referred to uh, it as just another day at work.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was kind of weird that she, he, she, I, I don't know, went back to work immediately I mean, after I'm getting sorry. their so, uh, arm ripped and, off. I mean, I, just know, I, I didn't have any issues
2: your mind when one of those things just grabs the fuck a hold of you.
1: What I thought was funny was the fact that Exotic went to like the gift shop and basically announced to everybody that his employee got mauled. It was like, I don't know what y'all want, like a refund or something? I thought that was, he could have just said, yeah, we have to shut down for the day, we have an incident. But no, he went out and just said, yep, one of my employees got mauled. It was kind of crazy that he went to the gift shop and told everybody that his employee basically got mauled and was like, right, what do y'all want, like a refund or something? While wearing a paramedic jacket. Like, that was going to do any good. Like, he thought yeah. he was a paramedic.
0: I mean, he's not exactly classy. And, like, to expect him to handle the situation well, not a good thing. Honestly, like, uh, as soon as he was like, you know, I'm never going to financially recover from this. It's like, fuck you. Like, you shouldn't. his arm never going to come back, you piece of shit. Like, who cares? Like, you, you got this fucking zoo and shit. You know this kind of shit could happen with these big fucking cats, man. Like... Be fucking prepared for some shit like that. Don't just be like, oh, feel sorry for me. Fuck you, Joe Exotic.
2: Well, sorry. that part when the tiger grabs a hold of him and starts dragging him, and he's hitting him with the cane, he drags him to two other tigers, and I could just imagine one of the other tigers going, oh, we finally eat this motherfucker today? All right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. But, um, I've been waiting for so- this one. I call the balls.
1: So did Carol kill her husband?
0: Bob keeps fucking up for me. I think I think his shit's a little fucked today, but you know it's.
2: Uh, I, uh, it was, I have internet access. There's a modem adjacent to me.
0: I know. I keep hearing. I hear Micah fine. I don't hear uh, Bob keeps. Uh, I keep hearing blah, 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 with Bob.
1: It feels like each week we're going to go through a issue with like one of us having effed up internet.
0: Yeah, until the day comes where where we have some money to pour into this, this is this is the audio quality we achieve, I feel like. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah, pretty we, much. We, uh, hold we on. can drink
0: where we all sit in the studio with the nice microphones and the sound dampening bullshit and get to drink beers together and, and, and uh, make Bob very uncomfortable with our proximity. But today is not that day. Well,
1: anyway, going back to Carrie, she called husband yes okay
0: so yes you think you think carol baskins killed her husband bob is that what we're getting here
1: yes like bob keeps like it sounds like his voice is going jittery does anybody else hear that or is it just me
0: yes i do i do hear that okay you're going to be editing this for six thousand years a bit. We start over with the uh, carol baskins
2: question yeah, yeah probably
0: Probably you sounded drunk on that one. That was weird. Okay, Micah, ask ask your question. Let's let's try this all over again.
1: <laughs> so, do y'all think Carol killed her husband?
0: I maybe can't. I I am in like I'm not gonna say no. I think it's definitely uh like there was definitely some opportunity, right? But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna set, flat out say yes. For one, I've got you know. Only the information that they've given me in this in this documentary. All right. They established that this dude had money, that he really liked it in what was it, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, Mm -hmm. somewhere like that. He really liked it down there. And nobody really knew how much money he had. So could she have fed him to the tigers? She could have. Maybe she fed him to the tigers. But also, this dude could have just left enough money to where he knew she wasn't gonna look really hard, and bounced to go, you know, drink shit out of coconuts and chase brown booties.
1: Like, so I kind of think she, I think there's a strong possibility that she did.
2: Yeah, she just has that creepy lady vibe that, like, she, like an art teacher. You know, that just never made an art teacher that's right in the head. <clears throat>
1: Like, my thing with her is, I mean, she, at first, she got into this whole tiger thing for the wrong reasons, breeding them and all that stuff. But if it comes between her and Exotic for, like, as far as, like, care for the animals, I think she's a little bit better in that aspect than Exotic was. Not by much, but better. And my issue with this um, whole documentary also. I think it's going to start kind of make people view a lot of these tiger legitimate tiger rescues negatively, because I know there's one uh, up in Atlanta that's a tiger rescue. Tigers Um, for
0: tomorrow.
1: Yes, yeah. We, me and Brianna have been there, and that seemed like a legitimate place. They're not breeding them; those are actual like tigers and animals that came from like circuses and idiots like Exotic that gave them up or whatever. So that place seems legitimate to me. They don't let people pet the tigers and stuff like that. You know, they're not breeding them. They seem to be well cared for, but I think this whole documentary is going to kind of make a lot of people like that look bad. Like people think, oh, well, Joe Exotic is like this. Carol Baskin's like this. Doc is like this. Then all these other ones must be like this too. So it kind of makes them look bad.
0: Yeah, and honestly, one of the – I can't remember who said it in that that interview for the newest episode, but one of them said, like, all the – you know, all these people are the same. Like, they're all doing it for the money. They're not in it for the animals and shit, which honestly everything I've heard about Tigers for Tomorrow has been that they're a pretty uh, compassionate and legitimate place. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I think I agree with you that, like, a lot of people are going to take a very harsh view on this kind of stuff. But I think on the other hand, you're gonna have motherfuckers going, "Oh shit, I can have a tiger! I'm gonna go get me a tiger!"
1: And yeah, so, people with their stimulus checks are gonna be buying tigers now, probably.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, sir. They're gonna take that government check and be like, "Yes, sir. I, I need me a tiger. I want one of them doc antel tigers. It needs to be petted by his his sex slave ladies, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna raise it. And so fucking and however long it takes for tigers to get big, I don't know, a few years." A few years, you're going to hear about some dumbass owners getting their faces ripped the fuck off because they tried going to Tiger King doing shit. Or they'll just Shoot. be letting the shit in the fucking woods, and then we're going to have tigers running around this bitch.
2: I was going to say, what was the moment in the series that made you laugh the most? And which moment in the series made you the most fucking pissed off? Pissed off for me is a tie between the dude gassing the baby tigers And him shooting that lady's horse and feeding it to his tigers. Funniest, just all all the, 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 his whole husbandry thing and the way these two dudes looked. I mean, you got some scrawny little dude and then you got a guy who looked like great value Dave (laughs) Batista. The thing that pissed me
1: off most was just. The overall exploiting of
2: these animals. What was that? Sorry. Sorry, my phone made a noise.
0: Mm, Put your phone on vibrate, you goddamn amateur.
2: I thought I did, bitch.
1: Anyway, just the the pissed off that made me... Just the overall exploitation of these animals to me. Um, Especially when... Immediately after the, the cubs are born and he just takes them away from their mother... That pissed me off the most. Um, as far as funny, the thing that got me the most was the fact that he put on a fucking paramedic jacket after his employee got her arm bit off. I'm like, what the hell is that going to do?
0: Yeah. And by the way, you, you're misgendering the shit out of Saf. Saf, clarified, identifies as male. So male pronouns, okay. fuck face.
1: My, my bad. I apologize. Yeah. We are a progressive yeah. podcast.
0: We are surprised Woo! to be. I
2: hear some microaggression,
0: bro. Yeah, micro- you cutting out progression. there on your progressive police thing, but to be to be from the deep south, we certainly are. Uh, yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. But I think the thing that pissed me off the most was probably the obvious sex cult vibes that I was got from Doc Antle. Like, I feel like those uh, those those women are abused, and. Uh, Kinda kind of for a tie there, the uh uh the way that they were showing the people for that Joe exotic had employed the way they were mm-hmm. living, like they were being treated pretty poorly as well. Not that I don't like I care about the animals and everything, but uh I'm just you know, like I'm never i'm not I'm not the type to be like, oh, but the animals over like, oh, but the people like the the people bothered me more. As far as what was funniest, man. Um fuck, I really don't know. Like it was it was all amusing. But I remember just like laughing my I, I think just Joe Exotic's general persona. Like how the fuck we got this flamboyant ass gay fucking redneck with a mullet. Like how that son bitch ever existed was just beyond me and so just it it it, even though there was so much of it that was upsetting and horrible, like the, the 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 cast of characters just made all of it like slightly amusing. Whereas if they had just been normal people, it would have just been horrible to watch.
1: I want to pause for a second here because it sounded like on one of y'all's ends somebody screamed "bloody murder" in the background, or was that just me?
2: I heard that too.
0: Uh, maybe it would have been one of my children. I I just I block that out. <clears throat>
1: yeah,
0: was, okay. That probably- <clears throat> yeah.
1: Okay. My bad. I just wanted to say that because it just sounded like someone screamed in the background. But anyway, if,
0: if you hear screeches, like it's probably a child. And honestly, if it's something serious, my 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 dad instincts will kick in, and I'll go I'll go check on it. But uh, uh, screams in this household, it just it I I tune them right the fuck out because something's always screaming. So you know, like we try to take care of them, we trying to raise them right, but they're they're feral as fuck. (laughs) It
2: was spooky.
0: Spooky.
1: Vape.
0: Did you hear my vape that time? Well, fuck it. I'm good. Fuck. This is just this is the this how the show goes tonight. By God. So, do we got any more Tiger King thoughts? what
2: it was the most beautiful fucking train wreck I've ever seen in my life. It really was like, more and more and more devastation kept happening and I just couldn't look away it, even at one point I got a chair and sat down and continued to watch.
0: it, it was a fabulous of trash. it really was like on I can't. I felt so sorry like uh, I felt that pity that you feel for like extreme dumbasses. the dude that like accidentally killed himself like man like what the fuck did you think was gonna happen putting that goddamn gun to you like why did you why did you do that you dumb bitch. but and then
1: then exotic and then exotic saying that uh, in a funeral in front of his mom whatever I felt bad you know he put his balls on my face (laughs)
0: Okay, I take it back. That was the funniest thing. The rubbing them balls in my face, <laughs> damn funeral. You tactless fucking, bastard!
1: Fucking goddamn oh, funeral God. with his mother right there. I'm like, good lord, classy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you find out after all this thing that wasn't. And, his and he's saying, singing.
2: no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't.
1: Mm-mm. I was like that's that that was a re- until I found that out that was actually a redeeming quality about exotic I was like all right this guy's a fucking psychopath but he could sing and then I find out that's not him singing so no redeeming qualities
0: <laughs> yeah, did we ever establish who was sing- uh, i guess it's not it's not even uh, important
1: it's just some <sighs> random country band
0: uh, yeah just fuck man it's weird that's just... People like that exist. I don't, oh, oh, oh. The dude, the the hired killer. Do you think that dude was ever going to gonna kill Carol? Or was he just going to run off with that money? Hell
2: no. no. He was going to run the fuck off with of that money. That's what he was going to do. I, that's yeah, he,
0: that's that's what I took away from it, too. Is like That man... He, because he hated Joe Exotic. He wasn't about to kill nobody for him. He was just going to no, take his what? money. Hmm. And that fucking... Ah, that, that interview
2: in the with bathtub. him
0: in the bathtub was weird. Yeah, that was so strange. Like, why? Why are you in the bathtub? Why are we? Why are we doing this? What else are you gonna do? While I'm in the bathtub?
2: Hmm? Shoot up. <laughs> I'm about to masturbate and shoot up, y'all. <laughs> I'm in right. believe <laughs> <laughs> I'ma kill you, son, bitch.
1: Uh, so moving on from joe's from tiger king i feel anything that can be said about that show has been said by everybody at this point and i know
2: in every podcast ever
1: yeah i know we we don't really talk politics on this show because that's just no. not that's not a thing that we do but i When I first saw this, I know uh, we have a group chat going on, and Justin posted this. Um, I thought it was a joke at first, because when I first read it, it was from Bleeding Cool News. And they're not reputable, because it's Bleeding Cool. But Donald Trump and hiring Vince, or not hiring, but appointing Vince McMahon. And who else was it? Roger Goodell of the NFL... Mark Cuban, which, eh, actually, that's probably not a bad idea, uh, to, like, r- restart the economy? That was really bizarre to me.
0: We're in the darkest timeline. That's that's all there is to it. Like, we have, uh... Fuck it, we don't talk politics, but, you know, fuck it. We got a goddamn reality show TV host, or TV participant, whatever, what the fuck ever. We got this motherfucker, orange bitch running the country... He's done named a pro wrestling dude to restart our economy. Like, it's time. Like, Mike is going to have to get burned in a fire. Bob's got to lose an arm. I'm going to put a blue streak in my hair. We all got to have goatees. This is the darkest fucking timeline. And it's just time to accept that shit. We got to time travel or travel through the planes to go destroy the prime timeline. Because this shit is getting the fuck out of hand.
1: I mean, here's the thing. For me, look, as y'all both know, I am a lifelong wrestling fan. I love pro wrestling. I will always love pro wrestling. But please explain to me how professional wrestling is considered essential at this point. Yeah, please. Expl- I want someone to explain to me how that is considered essential at this point.
0: That, that's got dollar signs stamped all over it, around the back of it. It's got it up the sides of it. Is mm-hmm. dollar signs going in the booty hole? That that is just that's money talking. That's all that shit it's is. It's even
2: got a little. It's even got a little di- dollar sign baby inside of it. I mean, money.
1: My my initial thing with this whole crowdless wrestling shows was I thought to myself, okay, well, WrestleMania is literally right around the corner. It was different seeing shows without a crowd. And at this point, they were like, well, we've already built up probably all the storylines up to WrestleMania. And they kind of had to do it. So while it was weird, I get why Vince McMahon went that direction. But now to go back to doing live shows instead of maybe, hey, get all the guys together, record maybe... (sighs) it's not hard if they're all in the same place to record four or five weeks' worth of shows, have the guys go home for four or five weeks, and maybe, I don't know, maybe come back, do the same thing, record four or five more weeks of shows, if that's what they need to do. But having all these guys being live during this pandemic, and it's like... (laughs) If they were doing this with tennis, that'd be different because because I heard a... um, I don't know if y'all know who Dave Meltzer is, but he's a uh, wrestling journalist, and he had mentioned that he was talking with his daughter. Well, tennis, you're not near each other. You're far away, hitting the ball back and forth. In pro wrestling, you're literally right on top of each other doing these things. So if anything's going to spread a virus around, it's something like that. So to me, it just seems irresponsible that they're still putting their employees at risk doing this. Granted, they're not in a huge arena, but still, one guy comes in there sick, wrestles somebody, not realizing they're sick, well, and that just fucks everything up to me. It's stupid.
2: And that and especially, guy wrestles someone else. guy wrestles someone else.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, even though Vince McMahon has said, if you don't feel comfortable... Being here, we're not going to hold it against you. That is bullshit. Because there have been a bunch of times where guys have been injured and then they get released. So a lot of these guys probably feel like they have to go there. Especially lower card guys. Roman Reigns, one of the top guys in the company, he ain't going to do shit. He's recovering from having leukemia. So his immune system's compromised. He ain't going anywhere near any of that shit. But he's the top guy in the company, so he can be afforded to do that. They're not going to release him anytime soon. But some dude on the lower end of the card might refuse to go. Well, Vince McMahon ain't got no problem cutting him, probably.
0: Oh, fuck no. Yeah, no, if they refuse to go, like they're on a shit list for sure. He might not release them now just because it would be you know a PR thing. But definitely down the road. like They're not getting a push. They're, like He's not going to put any faith in them. He's not going to give them anything big. Like, he's going to keep him on the fucking, you know, the lower portions of the card. And then uh, as soon as he get rid of him, he's going to get rid of him.
1: And my thing also is, you know, for a goddamn fact, 100%, Brock Lesnar, he ain't going to be back anytime soon. After WrestleMania, pff, he's out. He ain't got to show up. <laughs> it's Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wrestles like four or five times a year anyway.
0: Yeah, that's what I was so going to say. you man. know... He- he ain't fucking wrestling outside of WrestleMania, mutt. anyway, it's all pay-per-views and shit. Like, he might show up yep. and, like, build up a pay-per-view, but that's all he's doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he shows up for, you know, the big pay-per-views, you know, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, at least. And maybe some other random pay-per-views throughout the year. But, you know, and they also they also released a bunch of guys today. Like a, But that's, that's really not that surprising because usually around WrestleMania time, they have a tendency to release a bunch of guys, especially lower card guys. That's not that unusual because you got a whole bunch of guys, if they're not doing anything with them, why are they still paying them, I guess? But it sucks for those guys, especially now, because they're not getting a paycheck. And one mm-hmm. of those guys that was released was actually Kurt Angle, but he's already retired, so it's like... I didn't even know he was still in the company at this point. I thought he'd done been released at this point.
0: Yeah, I didn't, he hadn't wrestled a really long time, has he?
1: Like a at least a year. He had him. He that's, had his retirement match last year. So that that's my rant on this whole situation.
0: Yeah. On kind of a related note, did you hear about what happened with the latest UFC?
1: Isn't he like going to? start holding him at, like, an Indian casino or something weird like that.
0: Yeah, he was going to do an Indian casino, and there was talk about a, uh, uh, like, doing a fight island type thing where he was going to, like, I don't know, get somebody's private island or buy his own private island. I don't fucking know. So, either way, there was going to be a fight island. But uh, Khabib, you know, this was supposed to be Khabib versus Ferguson, which is, like, probably the most cursed fight in UFC history because now th- it's been canceled again, right? So... This makes the fifth time that fight has been canceled, which is just, it fucking sucks, man, because that's that's the biggest fight they can make right now. Maybe the biggest fight they've ever made. It's it's really big. But uh, they were going to go ahead and do a card anyways on April 19th. Uh, they they were going to get Justin Gaethje to fight uh, Ferguson. And that's still, you know, it's a good fight. Gaethje's probably going to get his ass beat, but it's still, it's a nice fight. Um, and then uh, from what I hear, uh, Disney... Because they are part of that whole Disney ES, ESPN Plus Hulu bundle thing.
2: Oh, yeah, Disney, that's right.
0: Yeah, Disney and the state of California were just like, um, so you're going to go ahead and shut that shit down. And uh, right, so they shut yeah, that rightfully down. So. Yeah, exactly. It was a good call. Like, they don't need to be doing fights right now. As much as I want to see some fights, like, I need to see some fights. They don't need to be doing the fucking fights right now because, I mean, you've, you've got, you know, even if you limit it to one corner man and the fighter, you've got, you know, whoever's announcing it. You got the ref. You got cut men because you have to have the cut men. You got to have your ref. You know, you're going to have them all in this same place. You could maybe divide them up and, and keep them in separate rooms and shit. But it's just it's they don't need to be doing that shit right now. So
1: Mm-mm. there don't need to be any sports going on right now. Not 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 saying for, like, the fans, having a whole bunch of fans in an arena, for the athletes.
0: Yeah, exactly, because, like, it just, like, maybe you get away with it, maybe nobody gets it. But, you know, what if somebody does? And then, you know, and what if what if they're one of the few that ends up, or not even the few, what if they're one of the ones that ends up hospitalized? Or if they're in that small percentage where, like, it really treats them bad and it fucking kills them, like, You just, you can't do that shit right now, man. Like, just take this shit seriously, but I don't know. I reckon that's part of what makes these dudes, like, so successful is that fucking relentlessness and the the lack of caring for people and, you know, like, the the making the show go on no matter what, like, that's what made them their millions, so they ain't going to change fucking now. Uh,
1: That's for for sure. It's a weird time, dude. It's a weird time. 2020 has been a very weird year so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have Cthulhu rise pretty soon.
2: <laughs>
0: Shit's gonna be over. So uh maybe y'all are ready so, for it. Hey guys let,
2: let me ask you guys this. Wait. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys this. Are you on Cthulhu's side or do you try to defeat Cthulhu? I'm
0: gonna be have-
2: joining that, that cult.
0: <sighs> I mean you go join a cult if you want to. I've I've taken part in enough cults for one lifetime, I think. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, resist the Cthulhu because nothing about even like even if you're in the cult it doesn't look like much fun. You just get to be alive, but also doing terrible, horrible shit. Like fuck that. I don't want to do that.
2: There was a point in your life where you probably would have liked to do that. Stick around.
0: and Yeah, likely. But there was also, you know, several points in my life where I didn't have, you know, much reason to give a shit about anything or, like, even really live. That has changed. So, uh you know, like, I'm not about to, to take my sweet little baby boys and be like, okay, we're going to go worship a dark god now. Everybody get up for the old ones. Like, fuck that. We ain't you doing that shit? No. Nah. No. Nah. Like, we're going to go out with, like... Yeah, dad, Daddy's gonna gonna take off his shirt, bust out the dad gut, and try to whoop some fucking cultist ass. Cause uh, uh, you know I'm not a hard man. I'm not a scary man. I'm I'm under no assumptions that I'm a badass. But uh, like when it comes to protecting my kids, I will fucking kill you. So you know if it's whether that's Cthulhu or just some random dude, like I don't really care. It 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 it, uh, it applies to everyone.
1: I'm not a religious person, so I can't say I'd be on Cthulhu's side. That just seems like another religion to me. So I, I think I'd just be like, "You do you, Cthulhu." Just you know, I'll be over here.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think Cthulhu really goes for the "You do you" and just let you be. So uh, I think you're, you have to to like cut some tentacles up. Or uh, get to some t- some tentacle worship. But uh, so, either way, this, I don't get up easy.
1: I feel this is a proper segue, since we're talking about a mythological monster. So, I know we, 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 we have played Magic the Gathering in the past. We don't really play as much as we used to. But the newest Magic the Gathering set just came out. And I don't know if everybody is aware of it, but... Um I there it came are out. S- no actually I think it's already been released. I know it's been released on Magic Arena, I think. Now, as far as yeah. like paper, I'm not sure when it's gonna be released since everything is kind of halted That's to be a standstill.
2: One. Probably, About yeah.
1: One, one. Now, let me pull this up because I actually have it pulled up on my phone. The set is called the set is called ikoria layer of behemoths and this the um thing about this set is you basically it's a monster themed set and um without going into a whole bunch of details about certain keywords and actions and stuff like that because there's a it seems like in this set you have to build a deck around certain things from from this set specifically. So, I might not be really getting into this set except for the fact that the Magic: The Gathering has teamed up with Toho to release Godzilla cards. Cards that are they're based off of creatures that are already in this set, but it's basically kind of like alternative art and it's Godzilla monsters which got me very excited, being a big Godzilla fan. So, the ones... And I have them pulled up here. They have Anguirus, Armored Killer. Baby Godzilla, Ruin Reborn. Batra, the Dark Destruction Beast. Violante, Plant Beast Form. Bio BioQuartz Space Godzilla. Crystalline, Giant... Which is basically a mecha Godzilla. Destroya, perfect life form. Dorat, which I don't know if people who are very familiar with Godzilla. Dorats were basically what were these little lizard type things that fused together at some point to make King Ghidorah. Dorat, the perfect pet. King Ghidorah, may king I, of the cosmos.
2: May I, ex- may I explain that? Yes, please do. In 1991, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. These people future them that they could help Japan uh, not become a nuclear wasteland through pollution and shit. And they brought these three little creatures with them called the Dorats. Well, mm-hmm. one of the decisions they said Japan can make is get rid of Godzilla. So these people travel back in time to an island where the Japanese were fighting the Americans in the war, and a dinosaur called a godzilla saved these Japanese troops and killed all the American ones. It was later on that that island was hit by an atomic bomb, and that became Godzilla. So, they remove Godzilla from this island, and so, when the atomic bomb hits, no Godzilla. But, Someone secretly lit the Dorats out and left them there, and that's how it became Kikidora. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep.
1: And, and continuing on with the creatures that are from this, uh, this one I really want: Gigant Cyberclaw Terror. And this is the Gigan that's based off of how he looks. in, was it Final Wars? I think it was with the where he has like more he- sickle-type
2: hands. Is he blue and red?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's Final Wars. And they, have,
1: and they have Godzilla Doom Inevitable, which is the version of Godzilla from... um, What was it called? The newer release Godzilla, where he's in the Godzilla suit from Japan. What was it? Shin Gojira. That's what it was. With the shorter arms. Uh, and then you got Godzilla King of the Monsters. Godzilla Primeval Champion, King Caesar Ancient Guardian, King Caesar Awoken Titan, Mothra Supersonic Queen, Mothra's Giant Cocoon, Rodan Titan of Winged Fury, and this one's very interesting because this was not this creature's initial name. They actually had to rename him because of the coronavirus spread recently. So this one now it's called Space Godzilla Boyd Invader. But initially he was Space Godzilla Death Corona Ooh. due to the fact that the coronavirus has been spreading around they're like, "Well, we might need to rename him."
0: Yeah, that's probably probably hey, a good
2: call. Uh, like a...
1: Now these cards are actually available in like a booster set. It's like a um what do they call it, like a collector's booster pack where, like, you get these cards, you get some foil cards and other stuff like that. Now, I've kind of looked up what the potential price for these Godzilla cards are, and they ain't going to be cheap.
0: Super
1: cheap, right? Super cheap. They are not... No, God, no. Unless you think $100 a card is cheap.
0: Oh, fuck that.
1: You know what yeah. else is in Wait, about? Much? um At least the Space Gods, because the Space Godzilla one, they had already printed and released the one with the initial name, Space Godzilla Death Corona. So that was going to be a collector's. That one's going to be super expensive if you manage to get hold of it. But from what I've been seeing, these cards, the Space Gods, the, at least the Godzilla cards... They could be upwards of over a hundred dollars a card trying to get hold of these because they're also foils, and those are expensive.
0: You know what I find really interesting about all those those cards that you just listed? All the names of them. What's that? Even without knowing much about Godzilla, they're all discarded names for my penis. With the exception, with the exception of Mothra Supersonic Queen, because obviously that's that's no queen.
1: So you're saying that your penis is what a death that- king?
0: <laughs> I said they were discarded names. I ultimately um, decided on Little Mister.
1: <laughs> if you want, I mean, mine's, mine's name's bubble.
0: Here's his name, Bubbles.
1: What the fuck? No, Bubba, Bubba,
0: Bubbles. I'm calling your penis Bubbles from now on. It was <laughs>
1: if you want to if you want to call it that you feel free (laughs) hey but you know what you know know what bubbles loves pussy Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) okay but anyway i just thought those were it was pretty neat that they teamed up to release these uh godzilla cards for nerds such as myself
0: yeah, for nerds with a shitload of fucking money, because those honestly they sound like even like I like Godzilla in theory, but I don't like when standing next to y'all, I can't say I like Godzilla because y'all really like Godzilla. They sound really cool, but I'm never gonna own those fuckers because if it's a hundred dollars a card, well, you know, fuck that.
1: I mean, you could buy the um, collectors booster packs. They're real more. They're more expensive than the. Um Regular booster packs, but you're guaranteed one of those Godzilla cards in them. Which ones I don't know, because some Uh, of these depending depending on the rarity, because some of them are uncommon, and then the ones like Space Godzilla and King Ghidorah are like mythic rare. So it just depends on the rarity which ones you might get.
0: Okay, that makes more sense. Then I thought you were saying they were like pretty much already out. But yeah, I guess if you're going to want to collect them all, you're going to spend a lot, but I don't know. Picking up a few of the boosters, that that sounds doable. I can do that. Now, the, now on these you.
1: Now these collectors boosters um like I said, more expensive than a regular booster. Let me see. Uh I'm going to see how much these might run. I'm glad you did your homework before the show, you fucking I, I probably should have done my homework before this. You think? Okay, I, I had this pulled up earlier, and I don't know why it disappeared. So, the Ikoria Lair of Behemoth's Booster Contents contain one foil or non-foil Godzilla monster, one foil showcase card, or a borderless plane, borderless planeswalker, a foil rare mythic, um, one non-foil rare mythic, one non-foil like extended art, which basically is just like full art, uh i don't know I, I don't know if y'all played commander but you also get a commander card in it some non-foil cards fun, say what now
0: i've heard commander's a lot of fun but i haven't had a chance to play
1: it yeah it, it is pretty fun i've played it a couple times but um you get a pretty good bit in it but let's see they the oh okay a collector booster pack is like 22 bucks
0: Ooh. Yeah.
2: Damn. As opposed
1: to, yeah. Damn. It, it, yeah. It's... Uh, it's expensive. Yeah. Now, granted, you get a whole bunch of cool shit in it, but that's still 22 something dollars, something like that. That's a bit much for me. Yeah, I'm going to
0: need to stimulate me a few more times before I go spending that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> need the government stimulate you. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all get y'all stimulus checks, by the way?
2: It's none of your fucking business. I have not, I have not got mine yet.
1: I got mine. Uh,
0: so, we need to wrap this up. So, before we go, hey guys, what
1: you playing? Oh, I was waiting for Bob to talk. Bob's dead. Oh,
2: I am playing, I am playing you, Sega,
0: you Sega taffy? Game. You're chewing taffy, aren't you? No. What kind of taffy are you chewing? What? It's kind of like he's
2: chewing the Taffy.
0: I heard him <laughs> chew taffy. Is it, is it of the is it of the, uh, the the like the salt water or the Laffy variety? Why would you assume he's chewing taffy? It's like he was chewing taffy to me. I'm pretty sure it was taffy. I'm fat. I know what chewing sounds like. That was taffy.
1: Yeah, I can understand what chewing sounds like, but why would you assume it's taffy?
0: I didn't assume. I have researched through
1: a lifetime
0: of being fat and eating foods, and that was the smack of taffy.
2: (laughs) Jesus Christ, I don't even like taffy laugh your, or
0: otherwise. You don't like salt water or Laffy Taffy? Like, what the fuck? Why not? They're delicious.
2: Every time I say I don't like something, you just get on this tangent. What the fuck, man?
0: That's because my like, fat ass... Like what everybody else free- likes. Except for fucking English peas, like if you're like I don't like English peas, I'm gonna be like understand, respect. But pretty much any f- other food, my fat ass is gonna be like, why don't you like
1: that? It's delicious. Put it in your guts. About
0: mm. like tofu? Yeah, tofu and like uh, in soups and shit. Like it's just a uh, tofu tastes like whatever you put it with. So if you eat tofu True. by itself, nasty. But if you put tofu with something, it just tastes like whatever you put it with. So if you put tofu with something delicious, it tastes
1: delicious. Anyway, what were you trying to say, Bob, before he accused you of eating taffy?
2: <laughs> I was saying I'm playing Sega Genesis games. I got a little Sega Mini, and it had 40 games built in. and It's been a nice cure for boredom. What games are in it? I'll just kind of like name out a few really known ones. Uh, some of the Sega classics, Golden Axe, Altered Beast, uh, Sonic 1 and 2, uh, Echo of the Dolphin, which I thought was the most pointless game ever. Uh, two two games that I absolutely love, Road Rash 2 and Streets of Rage 2. Justin, you, you've had some experience with Streets of Rage.
0: I've had an inordinate amount of experience with Streets of Rage. Back in the day, my, my best buddy at the time, a fella named Seth, who's probably not listening to this, uh every time we got together pretty much like uh we pretty much all, like there was a while there every weekend we was either spend the night at my house or spend the night at Seth's house and pretty much every time we did that at some point we played Streets of Rage too he played Max I played skates we whooped that game's ass and we very, very rarely ever played the other two characters whose names I can't remember. It was an um, Axel maybe, and whatever the girl's name was, I don't remember because we didn't play them much. We played Max and Skates.
2: I use Axel. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, Axel's a viable choice and everything, but uh, if you get if you play Skates, you get to go hee he, hee he, hee he, hee 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 every time he does that little uh, weird spiral thing. Yeah, he makes like a he,
2: it's got a really he, great class. He, he. he's he makes It's got a really writing. great classic on the form of Earthworm Jim.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. That one's yeah. hard as fuck, man. That game's hard. Wow. Yep.
1: So what are you playing, yep. Justin?
0: Well me by God, I've got I've got a long list. I got a long list. And I've got two interesting ones that I'm not playing. And there's a reason that there's an interest here, right? All right, so I beat the newest Borderlands 3 DLC, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. And uh, aesthetically, it's maybe the best one they've done as far as just the look of it. Like, it's got a Cthulhu thing going on, uh, which is probably why I got Cthulhu on the mind. You kill lots of things with tentacles. Um, It's got a very, like, steampunk, old-world feel to it everything's kind of dark and broody but also kind of fancy uh and it was just it was it was really really good there's a lot of really good guns in it although i got a gun that was called the lob which used to suck then it got buffed and then it got nerfed again but even after the nerf like i'm playing on mayhem 4 which is you know as high as you can go right now like it's uh it boosts everything's health by like a thousand. It boosts their shields by like a thousand percent, not like by a thousand points, like by one thousand percent. And I am still just like destroying shit with this one gun, and like I've got some other good shit, but I didn't have to use it because I had the lob, and it was just destroying everything I touched. But a uh, very good DLC. Um, it ends in a nice way. I am not going to spoil it for anybody that might be playing it for our for our listener. If our listener is playing Borderlands Three, don't worry, I got you, boo. Uh, but yeah, all in all, very, very good. Not as good as uh, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep, which is probably the pinnacle of Borderlands DLCs ever. But uh, it was still, it was very, very solid. Um, I also went to, my wife went to Walmart and I was like, hey, check the price of uh, 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 Animal Crossing New Horizons. And it was $50, which is $10 cheaper than it is online. So I've also been playing the piss out of Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is pretty much chores the game. But Mm -hmm. chores the game, for some reason, is really fucking fun. And it's adorable, and it's uh, very low impact. And it's just a really good game for just chilling right now in a world that is fucking on fire. And... Then we've got the two that I'm not playing, and there's a reason this is this is interesting, right? So, are you have either of you ever played Final Fantasy, like any Final Fantasy?
2: No, I tried, and just really couldn't get into it. I'm not really into those kind of games. That's I'm not that's fit
1: I'm not big on term based RPGs.
0: Fair, fair, very fair. All right. Uh, except the, pokemon okay i mean that yep.
1: pokemon would be considered a turn-based rpg right
0: yeah yeah i think the, the 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 game boy games would i honestly never played those but uh i heard they were great i never played them but uh and if you're ever going to give a final fantasy game a, a chance uh they're on switch now like pretty much all of them except for 15 i think and like some of the really old ones but uh uh, Final Fantasy X is fantastic. I'm actually playing through that again right now, but that's not really too much worth talking about. All I've really done is play Blitzball because apparently I'm addic- addicted to Blitzball. But the, the all-time great, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, is Final Fantasy VII. All right? I have beat Final Fantasy VII probably three, maybe four times. I've played the game all the way through. And you can spend like 70, 80 hours playing through this game. You can spend more than that if you want to get all the way to level 99 and do every single thing. And I've beaten this game at least three times. I think I beat it a fourth. And so this this game, uh, I absolutely loved it to death back in the day. And I feel like if I played it again, I would love it to death now. And they have actually remade Final Fantasy VII. They they have done uh, what's called Final Fantasy VII Remake. And uh, they're doing it episodically, which upset me at first. So, like, they're taking... That game, when it first came out, was on three discs, okay? And on that first disc, you pretty much just cover what's in Midgar, which is, like, this steampunk city, like, uh, sci-fi type setting. There's an upper city here and a lower city. And, like, you're, you're part of this... Uh, Uh, eco-terrorist group called Avalanche, and like you do a whole bunch of shit, like blowing some shit up and shit to fight this evil company, Shinra. And then uh, after you get out of Midgar, the game like opens up and there's this whole big world and there's two more discs of game. Well, they have made, they have taken Final Fantasy VII Remake and they have made like a 40-hour, 60-hour game somewhere in there just out of the Midgar portion. And apparently it is extremely fucking good. Like they they've changed the battle system. It's more of an action-based battle system. They've made it just gorgeous to look upon. It is absolutely just eye-poppingly beautiful as far as games of the time go, right? Whereas Final Fantasy 7 at the time was blocky graphics with some nice cutscenes. And although I anticipate I will play this game and I very badly want to play this game. For some reason, I am completely unwilling to pay the full price for the game as it is now, even though it's supposed to be really good. It apparently changes a bunch of stuff about the story and is completely worth the money from everything I've heard, but I am actually not playing it, even though it's one of the most important games to me ever. But I anticipate I will play it in the future, but I'm just not playing it now. And there is one other, and I'm, I'm guessing I know the answer to this already, but uh, have either of you ever played Half-Life? Or are you familiar with Half-Life at all?
1: I've heard of it. The closest, the closest thing I've ever played to Half-Life, I guess, would be Team Fortress, considering I think at some point that was supposed to be a Half-Life sequel, which they just made into Team Fortress. Am I correct in assuming that?
0: Team Fortress was made by Valve as well. Um, And I think the first Team Fortress was a mod, I think, of Quake or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm going to make an ass of myself trying to talk too much of that. But the Team Fortress 2, which is the one most people have probably played, was made by Valve and was released as part of the orange box, which also included Portal and uh, Half-Life 2. But Half-Life is like... if. If you've ever been a PC gamer, and certainly if you're, like, a person that makes games, like, Half-Life has been a part of your past. Like, the first Half-Life really kind of changed people's ideas of, like, what a first-person shooter could be and what games could be as far as, like, storytelling and atmosphere. And uh, Half-Life 2 was probably, well, I don't know. Half-Life 2, in and of itself, was also very, very influential. Like, really, uh, they had the the gravity gun, which, like, could pick up stuff and throw stuff, and really just kind of changed how you could play the game. And, uh, you know, like, it didn't make it where, like, oh, you've got to have ammo, you've got to have a shotgun. Like, you could just pick up a fucking saw blade with this gravity gun and shoot it at some shit. Well, they... Uh, and Half-Life 2... Had two expansion packs, episode one and episode two. Episode two, and I would encourage y'all and anybody listening, because if you're never going to play it, that's fine. Go look up the ending to Half Life 2, episode two. Even if you don't really understand what's going on, all you really have to know is that the three people that you will see in the ending are very important people to the game. Okay? And huge spoilers, okay? Huge spoilers for anybody listening. One of those three people, people—the huge spoilers, okay? Last chance, motherfuckers. Huge goddamn spoilers for Half-Life 2, episode two. All right?
1: One of those people. Wait a minute. Is this a spoiler? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, this is a spoiler, in case you didn't know. All right, I just want to make that fucking clear. For a 15 goddamn year old game, we have a spoiler coming up. Is everybody ready (laughs) for a fucking spoiler for a 15-year-old game? Okay? I am. All right. All right. And, fuck, I can't remember his goddamn name now. But one of the dudes... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be able to remember other Son of a bitch. One of the fucking dudes, like, there's a girl there, right, Alex? You play Gordon Freeman. And Alex's father is there, okay? Alex's fa- Alex and Alex's father have been there with you all through Half-Life 2. They are extremely important pieces of this game. At the end of Half-Life 2, Episode 2, this is one of the few games that ever made me, like, cry a little bit. And by cry a little bit, I mean cry a lot. Alex's father dies in that last fucking cutscene of Half-Life 2, Episode 2. That was 15 fucking years ago. And they left us on a goddamn cliffhanger in which one of our favorite fucking characters, a huge part of the goddamn story, fucking gets his brain sucked out. So now... Hmm. 15 fucking years later or 50 I think it's 15 it's close to 15 fucking years later they have released a game called Half-Life: Alex Half-Life: Alex is a VR game I don't have a fucking VR setup most mm-hmm. people don't have a VR setup This game is apparently a fucking amazing all right Every Half-Life game that's ever come out has been really fucking good, and this one is apparently no exception. And with it being VR, you're in the world, and it's crazy fucking shit. But I'm not fucking playing the new Half-Life game after getting left with the worst fucking cliffhanger ever 15 goddamn years ago. I'm not playing it because I don't have a fucking VR setup, and I don't know anybody with a VR setup. And so, I'm probably just going to have to watch this shit on goddamn YouTube, but I don't even know, and it's a prequel to Half-Life 2. I'm assuming at some point it does a time jump and gives you some answers. It has to. After that fucking long, if they just came back and it was just a prequel, and you didn't get any goddamn answers to what happened in Half-Life 2 episode 2, that would just be cruel. But... Anyways, that's it. Half-Life Alex is out. It's apparently amazing. It's a VR game. And unlike Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm probably never going to get to play it because I'm just not dropping that amount of money on a fucking uh, VR setup. I'm just not doing it. What are you playing, Micah?
1: (laughs) I'm not playing a video game at the moment, but I am in the middle of a Dungeons & Dragons campaign with some other folks I know. The You're unfortunate so thing The unfortunate thing is due to the whole quarantine thing which is kind of it's very strange considering that the people that I'm playing this game with I actually work with so I'm actually around them more often than most people but considering they have kids we actually last week last Friday we played via the Zoom app and that was pretty interesting We had to basically, we had to have a a meeting with a Zoom app to play our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and it has been pretty fun. My character's name is Volgor Skullsplitter. He is a dwarf barbarian, and he is not the most um clean, uh, social type person. He is a very disgusting, well very disgusting dwarven being and he does anything he needs to do for money. So that would be what considered chaotic neutral. If he's driven by just money. I mean, I you say. should have
0: said you should have decided what that was when you made the character, but that sounds well, pretty chaotic mean, to me.
1: That, uh, he is chaotic, but I was kind of confused. I was like, well, his main driving factor is money. He's a mercenary. So that would lead me to think chaotic neutral.
0: Would he kill almost anybody for money?
1: Yes. Chaotic neutral. Yes. yes. Money is his main driving factor. If you need, if he's a mercenary, he'll kill people. He'll do whatever it takes to for money. That's his main driving factor. He doesn't care. Yeah,
0: I money. think I think that would uh, I think that would fall under chaotic neutral. And okay, uh, that's what that I. Sounds, thought. That sounds delightful. I'm extremely jealous and. Uh, uh, I don't know. I hope it burns a little the next time you pee because you're getting to play D&D and I'm not.
1: Well, you know, we are doing it via Zoom. Maybe we can, I don't know, get you in on it at some point. Maybe. I don't know. We are kind of deep into the thing at this point. Yeah, you maybe can't we play should play. start a and d campaign. The Fat old Nerds bad. D&D campaign.
0: And honestly, since I've, uh, since I've been listening to... Uh, see, the thing is I want to play. I also want to try my hand at DMing. And uh, I actually... Uh, As every single person that gets into D&D, which I haven't played in in years and years and years. But I listen to Not Another D&D Podcast. I know you do too, Micah, and it's wonderful. And anybody listening, uh, go listen to Not Another D&D Podcast. It's fabulous. It's one of the best stories I've ever been told. Bob, I hate you for not listening to it. You need to. But uh, I actually have a scenario in mind that I think would be kind of funny. Um, I'd have to hash it out get the DM guide and all that and really, really sink my teeth into it, but uh, yeah, I would I would love to do that at some point. I really would.
2: I have no idea how to play D&D.
0: <laughs> and that's not a reason to not play, because uh, one of the people on Not Another D&D Podcast, it's his first game ever. It's the first scenario, or first uh, campaign he's ever played, and uh, he's having a great time, and it's a great game.
1: That's it's jake from jake in a mirror isn't it
0: yes exactly it's that fella he never played before this game and now he's got a uh now he's very very deep into a campaign and uh, seems to be having a good time they're telling a great story it's a it's a good time i'll ever want to hook that up i'm super down we'd probably need somebody else i can maybe get my wife into it i know some people i work with hey listener our single listener out there if you want to play D D with us shoot us an email bob what's the email
2: the Fat Old Nerds Podcast at gmail.com.
0: The Fat Old Nerds Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to uh, play DD with us or help us get a D&D game started, or by God, if you want to play Xbox with Justin, just email us. If you want a picture of Bob's private parts, email us. If you want beard-growing tips from Micah, email us. Mm-hmm any of these things can be yours all you have to do is contact us all right gents that's uh did that covered everything that we had for today
2: we needed i believe so well talk video games you were going to talk about onward oh
0: okay that is a tale that needs to be told y'all ready for onward
1: have y'all both i cried yes yeah i cried i cried like a baby
0: Bob, have you watched it? You I, watched I,
2: it? I, I have not. God damn it. Okay, well, well I'm about Gracie to spoil hasn't a little been around, so.
0: Okay, well, we're about to spoil a little bit of it, and you're just going to have to take that because you spoiled Sonic the Hedgehog oh, for for us. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but listen, so if you're listening, we're about to spoil a little bit of Onward. Not all of it, not every aspect of it like Bob does, but a little bit. Okay, so Onward. All right, new movie from Pixar, released it on Disney Plus uh, because, you know, they can't put it in theaters or uh, anything like that, right? So the whole premise of Onward, Bob, is there's two boys, okay? They're brothers, and they've got their mom. And they make it very clear early in the movie that their dad has passed away. And they establish that the dad passed away around the age that my boys currently are, okay? So, when one of them was around, you know, three, four, five, somewhere in there, that, and the other one was like in jammy, footy jammies, you know, like the one son establishes that he has three memories of his father. Like, uh, I forget what it was. He, You know, he'd tap on his toes or some shit like that. And the other boy can't remember his son at all. And so, uh, yeah. So we were like, okay, we're about to watch Onward. And so as soon as they established that, because I went into it not knowing shit. As soon as they established that, I was like, uh-oh. Justin's in trouble. Because <laughs> when it comes to the like, when it comes to stuff like that, I will freely admit I'm a big old sopping and wet pussy. Like, I am just the biggest pussy on the planet when it comes to, like, dad stuff or, like, uh, or if it comes to, uh, like, the cavalry showing up, like, last minute. Like, something about, like, uh, Lord of the Rings Two Towers, you know, where, uh, where like, Gandalf comes over the ridge and old, old uh, Judge Dredd is there with him. I can't remember his fucking name in the movie. And they're just like, to Air. the fu-. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever his fucking name is. And they're like, you know, to the fucking king or whatever. And they fucking rush in and sh- shit like that just turns me into a big old weeping pussy.
1: But uh, did that this happen was- in Endgame? Huh? Did that Endgame? happen in Endgame?
0: Endgame got me more uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, Iron Man didn't get me so much. Uh, spoilers for fucking Endgame, I guess. But if you haven't watched that by now, what the fuck? <laughs> But
1: uh,
0: uh. <laughs> Iron Man didn't get me so much, right? What got me was right at the beginning of the fucking movie when fucking uh, uh, Hawkeye, when his whole family like, dis-fucking peers. I was just like, well, oh, fuck. Oh, mm, good way to start the fucking movie, guys. Thanks. And then, like, later when they come back, I'm just like, and weeping like a big old sissy. But I think that's the <laughs> I might just be a giant pansy, y'all, but uh, anyways, onward, okay? So, Bob, in this, in this universe, magic used to exist, but as they've gotten more technologically savvy, and like our current society, magic has started to dis- disappear. Well, their dad was kind of a nerd, and so he had gotten a hold of this magic crystal and, like, a magic staff, and he leaves it to his kids, and he has written a spell that will allow him to come back for one day one day only okay and so magic has been gone from the universe but the youngest son who doesn't remember his father at all manages to cast the spell but doesn't cast it completely correctly so they only bring back his lower half so their dad's legs are there with (laughs) them okay and so they go on this big huge quest with their dad's legs there with them Right to try to to find another magic crystal so they can finish the spell, and uh, so they go on their quest and they find each other and shit, and the things that happen happen, and the movie ends like on a very, uh, just like the way they ended the movie was like extremely perfect and extremely powerful. I thought, and so I make it through the whole movie without crying like a little bitch. I make it through the whole movie. The whole thing. And I'm like, good job, Justin. That was that was very traumatic. And I can't believe you made it through without crying like a little bitch. Like, there was some close calls, but you made it through the whole movie without crying like a little bitch. And so my wife goes to the restroom. And I'm getting up and I'm kind of pacing and I'm still thinking about the movie and everything. And the boys are running around and all that. And she comes out of the restroom And I try to say the words, that got me, meaning that movie made me feel feelings, and I am now on the verge of tears, but I'm holding it back because I'm super manly. That's what I tried to say. What I got out was, (laughs) (laughs) what I got out was, that got me. And I proceeded to fall on my wife's shoulder like the biggest little sissy you've ever seen in your fucking life.
2: And she was just like, what the fuck happened when I went to the bathroom? And I was like, <laughs> I was like nothing, I just, I've been holding it in, and I just, oh, what if I die and the boys don't remember me? And
0: just fucking lost my shit. That movie is very good. You should watch it, but... Man, did it fuck my shit up. It fucked my shit up so bad. <laughs> Damn.
2: Damn. I'm crying just from hearing that just because it's so yeah. goddamn
0: funny. Yeah, so uh, you should you should give it a watch, Bob. It's it's very worthwhile, but it just be warned no, they no. fuck your shit up. I don't
2: my shit's already fucked up. I don't need it fucked up
0: anymore. Listen, if I got to cry over a goddamn Pixar movie, you got to cry over a Pixar movie. Because it, it got me worse than Up did, man. Oh, Hollywood. That got,
2: got movie's when, when the kid is here. Yeah, give it a go. But that's
0: all I got for today, and I really have to pee, so by God, we have got to wrap this up. Oh,
1: I guess we're wrapping up. I just realized I put it up. My sleep- right. I just realized I put my sweatpants on inside and out.
0: Excellence. We piss excellence. And I <laughs> piss on myself. We're very good at life.
2: <laughs>
0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this is Justin Moffat for the Fat Old Nerds Podcast, and I have to go because I have to pee, so I'm going to leave you with these two fuckers. Bye!
1: Well, I'm Michael with the Fat Old Nerds I'm Bob. Podcast. And don't interrupt me. And fat, I'm Bob,
2: dog. and I'm talking first. I'm talking first.
1: Oh, you're talking first. Well, you know what? I'm Mike with the Fatal Nerds Podcast, and Bob can go have sex with himself.
2: And this is Bob from the Fatal Nerds Podcast, and I shall, sir.
1: Gross. You're a gross man.
2: I know. All right. Catch you later. All right. Have a good one, folks. Cause I saw Tiger, now I understand. The tiger tiger saw